You're listening to the podcast, Making Monumental Moves, where you'll gain the information and insight to excel in your career and get your dream job. Peter Clark is an entrepreneur and the CEO of Making Monumental Moves. He has leveraged over a decade of hiring and business experience to give you the tools for professional and personal success. Here's your host, CEO and business professional, Peter Clark. Hey there, Monumental Movers. This is Peter Clark, and this is the podcast, Making Monumental Moves. This is episode two, how to apply for a job. Episode one was how to build an effective resume. In this episode, we'll focus on how to look for and apply to your dream job or your next big job. Now you think that this part of the process would be simple. Just applying to a job seems like you should be able to do it without any problem. However, over the years, I've seen a lot of people apply to jobs that weren't a good fit or that were a good fit and they just had a misstep in the application process and so we didn't move forward with them. So we'll talk about how to optimize your chances of getting that job that you're really looking for. So in this episode, we're going to talk about what kind of role would be a best fit and how to identify that. We're going to speak about how to take location into consideration when applying for a job. Also, the type of company that you want to work for. Title and job function are going to be important when you look for your next move. And obviously, pay range is going to be incredibly important for you. And we're going to speak about the tools and job boards that you're going to utilize to hunt down and search for that specific job that you're looking for. Networking is going to be really important in making your next big move and also making connections for future moves. And then we'll talk about what the recruiter or company is looking for in an application that will help you give the right responses during the application process. All right, so the first step, defining the role that you want. What function or role, what job are you actually looking for? What's the career that you want? So this is the basic, most fundamental question you need to answer before you go on the job hunt. Really, you should be thinking about this when you're applying to colleges, while you're in college and you're choosing your major and also picking internships. This is really at the core of what you should be considering all the time. If you've been doing a certain job function for a while and had been in a job role, then is it time to look for and are you interested in doing a different job function? So whether you're right out of college or you're looking to make a career move, or if you just want to move on to another role, really you need to really sit down and think about what kind of job function you want. What role will make you happy? What is it that you're going to be doing every day that's going to keep you satisfied? The next step as you're searching for and thinking about your next role, you really need to define what you want to do. What are the skills and competencies that you currently have? How do you want to approach your career as a whole? So here's a quick exercise that will help you kind of pinpoint and find out what you're good at and what you're interested in doing. So sit down, have a pen and a paper, and write, what are the soft skills you're good at? Think, what are the soft skills that I already have? Soft skills are things like communication, collaboration, management, those soft skills that you can bring to the table for a company. Then write, what are the hard skills you have? So a hard skill would be a defined skill like an electrician or Java or Excel. So write down all the hard skills that you currently have that you could bring to the job or the company that would be a benefit. Then focus on the areas that you want to learn. What are the areas that you're missing? What do you want to learn in your next role? Because whatever the next role has is, although you should be able to do most of it, 
it should give you access to be able to expand and learn more. So the next role should actually have some things that you can't do or you're a novice at that you are not an expert in. Then you also need to think about where do you want to go in the future? What are your future aspirations and goals? What do you want your career to look like in five and 10 years? You ideally should be planning for that ahead of time. So if you want to be a project manager, then you think about, well, what is the step before that? Usually it's a business analyst. So then you want to start, if you're right out of college and you think, I want to be a project manager in five years or a product manager in five years, then right out of college, you should look for business analyst roles or an entry level role that will put you on track to become a project manager. Then this sounds silly, but you kind of write down what your superpower is. Now, everybody has a superpower, something that they excel at, that they're really good at. It could be something that you originally were not good at, but have built up a aptitude for, and you've become very, very good at. So what is your superpower? What are you really good at? For me, I'm fairly good at public speaking and speaking in front of people. I'm good at transferring information. So if I know something, I'm good at explaining to somebody else and passing on information. I'm also good at speaking with people and talking to people and interacting with them and kind of evaluating what they want to do and trying to help them out and support them. That's a huge reason why I became a recruiter and got in the talent acquisition field because it speaks to a lot of my skill sets and both soft skills and hard skills and then also to what I think my superpower is. What is the ability and what abilities do you have that you can bring to a company in a role that will differentiate you and put you above other people? So write that all down, put it in a list, and then think about it. Once you have all those data points, your soft skills, your hard skills, what you want to learn out of your next role, is it a position that will help you get to further roles that you want in the future? You write down your superpower or superpowers, and then you write those all down, and then that will give you the data and the information to go out and look for the role based on the posted job description that you're looking for. So if you're looking for a position and you look up on a job board and you find a posting and it doesn't fit all the bullet points that you're looking for, then you know not to apply to that because it's gonna be a waste of your time. Now, here's a great tip. At this point, it'd be ideal to get professional help. If you're in school, you go to a career counselor and you kind of say, hey, here's what I can do. Here's what I'm looking for. And what do you think would be a good job? So if you don't know business and you don't have a wide knowledge, whether you're just getting into the job field or you've been in a while, or you're looking for a career change, go to somebody who's a professional, either career services, or you can always network and find other people. Usually someone in HR or recruiting will understand the layout of a company and know how to help you navigate through these different job titles and roles and put you on the path on what jobs that you should be applying for. Now, once you do all that, then it's really important to sit down and visualize. And I would say do another exercise. Sit down somewhere quiet, on a couch, lay down, and close your eyes, and then just visualize yourself doing that job. What would it be like day in and day out? Really kind of conceptualize in your mind and really visualize what the role would be and sit, let it sink in and think, is that the type of position that you want to do? If not, then just look for a different role maybe a different industry or a totally different role altogether. Okay, so you know the job role, you know the job function, you've thought about it, you made your list, you know what your superpower is, you maybe got some advice, and you're now ready to go apply for jobs, right? Wrong. 
it is too early. You still need to think about a few things. And one of the main things that people forget to think about is location. Now, over the years, I've had so many people apply from across the country, from out of the country to a job that, you know, they would never be interested in going to because of the location. So don't just go on and look for a specific, the role that you want and then just start applying if it's not in the location. Now you have to consider things. Are you willing to relocate? Would you leave the state? Would you go work out of the country? Do you want to work from home at all? Do you want to work from home full-time or part-time or sometimes? Or do you love to be in the office and you're fine going to the office every day? A lot of companies will not offer positions where you can work in the office all the time. What a lot of companies are doing is they're trying to save money and so they are reducing the amount that people have to be in the office. And so by saying everyone only has to be in the office two or three days, it reduces the workspace that they need by half. So they're saving a lot of money on building new buildings, offices, and or leasing or renting them. So you might want to go to the office, but some roles won't allow that. Or the reverse, you might want to work from home and some companies won't allow that. Now, sometimes if you're flexible on work from home, then I wouldn't bring it up in the interview process unless it's a deal breaker. If you working from home part or full time is a deal breaker, then bring that up right away. If it's not, then wait till you get the offer and then bring it up. It makes no sense to derail the conversations if it's not a deal breaker. So just wait till the end, wait till you get an offer and then you could add it as part of negotiations. So find out and really define what is an acceptable location for you to work from or out of and what commute are you looking for? So really be consider the commute. There's a cost factor in time and money. If you live in the suburbs and you're commuting to a city, then you have to consider the transportation, whether it's a subway, a bus, a train, tolls, whatever the case is. There's fees associated with traveling and commuting to work. So first gas, wear and tear on a car, whatever the case is, really allocate that and, and build that into your price point that you want to be at on your next move. And then also, your time is very valuable. So if it takes you 40 minutes or 30 minutes or 15 minutes to go to work, then consider that in your next role too. Really research that and find out what is an acceptable location for you to work out of, whether it's relocating, working from home, or commuting. Now, the next thing that you have to consider is the type of company that you want to work for. First, you probably want to identify the industry. Are you interested in energy? If so, what type of energy would you consider working for? Are you interested in technology? Okay, great. What kind of tech company do you want to work for? Do you want to work for a Google or a Facebook? Now they seem similar, but they're actually completely different in their functionality and the kind of company they are. So what kind of company do you want to work for? What are the values? And so one of the things that I do before I apply to a role is I go onto the company's website. I might identify this company seems interesting or that company seems interesting. And I'll go onto the website and I'll look at their core values and their mission statement or their ethos, whatever it is. And then I get a good sense of what the company is about. What is driving them beyond just the bottom line? And that's a big thing for me. So what are the most important things for you for a company? You know, consider, do you want to work nonprofit? Do you want to work on Wall Street? Do you want to work for an international company. So really consider what kind of company you want to work for because that will set you up and give you direction further in your career as you're making moves. The next thing that you want to really consider is the title or job function. So, so often I see people with no experience applying to very high level jobs. 
And then I see some people with a lot of experience applying to entry-level jobs. Now, sometimes this is appropriate given in a certain circumstance. For example, if you're making a big career move, yes, you might have to take a lower level job than you had previously. But usually you want to apply for and go for a job that is one level above where you're at. So most companies, it's manager, director, VP. So if you're at the manager level, one of the next jobs that you should be looking for is the director level position, or at the very least, a senior manager. If you're at the director level role, you want to look for a senior director level role or a VP level role. Now, this is not to be because you are very concerned about titles or, you know, titles really define who you are. It's really about stretching yourself because you want to go out and learn more and grow and develop as a professional. And so by doing that, and one way to do that would be to elevate yourself and go to the next level because it'll help to stretch you and you'll learn more and you'll grow in a new role with a new title. And you can kind of oversee a broader area of, of influence. And that way, that will help you drive your job search. So if you are looking for your next role or a first position out of college, really be specific on the job title that you want and what is a job function. For example, if you apply to a job that's a manager and in the job description you're managing people and you have no desire to manage people, don't apply to that job. It's a waste of your time. It's something that you're not interested in. Maybe the day-to-day -day functions of the job meet what you're looking for, but if you have to manage people on top of that, that might be a deal breaker. So don't apply to it. Look on to the next role that has a title that you are looking for. All right, you're not ready to apply yet. I know you think you are, but you're not. You really need to stop and think about the compensation range you want to be in. Now, if you're right out of college, the compensation range is going to be defined and less flexible. However, as you go along in your career, the compensation range and pay and salary that you're going to consider is going to be broader and there's going to be a larger window for you to look at and negotiate through. So, but really you have to think about how much do you want to make? You know, are there other benefits to the company? The work from home option, flexible hours and days. What other perks are they giving? So the compensation might not be a huge deal for you. You might be more interested in the mission of the company, or if it's a nonprofit, you might be more concerned about the values that the company has and the benefit that it'll bring to other people. But you really need to think about pay and compensation and do your research. Find out the fair market value for your skill set in the area that you're in. Now, this is where location come, is a big part because cities are going to pay more, but also the cost of living is going to be more, whether you live in the city or have to commute to the city. And vice versa is true. If you live in the city and you're going to consider working in the suburbs, there's going to be the market value for that. So just do your research. Really, all you have to want to do is acquire information find out compensation ranges based on the job title, the industry, the company, the role, find out all that information. And there's a lot of websites out there. Now they're not always completely accurate, but you can at least get an idea of what the market value is for your skill set. And again, as you grow and you learn and you're on your third, fourth, fifth job, you've made a few moves, then you're ready to really make big, massive moves in your career. And you can start looking at larger compensation increases as you move on. So once you know the market value for your skill set, then you can start considering applying for jobs. So you've had to do a lot of work up until this point. You're now ready to apply for jobs, or at least look for jobs, and you've done a lot of work. You've considered and thought about what role you want, 
what job function, what job title. You've thought about and looked at yourself and thought, what are my soft skills and my hard skills? What's my superpower? What value can I bring to a company in a role? And then what do I want to get in return? You've considered location, work from home, company perks that you might want. You need to identify the deal breakers and all those things. You've thought about the type of company that you want to work for and then consider the pay range. You've done your market research, you know the pay range that you want to be in. So now you need to start looking for roles to apply for. Now you can identify and find the specific jobs that you're interested in applying for. Now here's where technology has really changed the game. Really all you need to do, or the first thing that you should do, is use a tool or a job board. I myself, I think Indeed, Glassdoor, CareerBuilder, and LinkedIn are the main ones. Now there's a lot of others, especially if you're going for a specific skill or job. Maybe you're interested in being an electrician or a plumber or a carpenter, or you're interested in technology and you want to be a front-end developer or a back-end developer. Maybe you're only interested in HR or accounting, and there's job boards for everything. All those specific roles and industries and companies have their own job boards. But indeed, Glassdoor, CareerBuilder and LinkedIn are the main ones, and that's where you can get most for your time. So go on those different job boards, and LinkedIn is very is one of my favorite ones because it makes it easy to apply for a lot of the jobs that are out there. Alternatively, if you've done your homework and you've really done your research and you only know of a few companies that you want to work for, you've drilled down on the industry that you want to work for, and you know four or five companies within that industry, then you just go right to their websites and apply that way. And then you don't have to source through the job boards. But if you're open and you're flexible on those areas, then if you go to Indeed or LinkedIn and you search a specific job, and this is where all that research and all that thought comes into play, and it can really help you refine the search. So you can search by job title, job function, and be very specific on the location, and you can identify a radius that you want to work out of, and that will bring up jobs with that title and job function that you're interested in working for. And then that will let you search through and scroll through all the jobs that are posted. And then you, before you apply though, really look and see what's out there, and that will help level set you before you start applying. Because you don't want to just apply to a million jobs. You don't want to do that. That's not going to be helpful. It's going to waste your time. You're going to have to do too many phone calls, too many interviews, and it's going to be a lot of effort that will not bear a lot of fruit for a while. So go to the job boards, start your search, and start to refine it, and that will help you make thoughtful decisions on what jobs to apply for. Even though technology can help you apply to jobs and look for jobs, and it makes the job search much easier than it used to be, there's nothing like networking. If you build your personal and professional network, it'll allow you to have access to jobs and roles and people that you wouldn't have otherwise. So never overlook it and take every opportunity to build your network and expand your reach and influence. And it'll only help to improve your abilities to get jobs now and in the future. Don't wait until you need a job or you're looking for a job to start your networking approach. Have that ongoing. In the future, I'm going to do at least one, if not two, episodes on networking and how to build a network and how to approach it. But in the meantime, really what you want to do is find out what you're interested in. Again, it's the companies, the industry, the role, the job function, and then be part of that community. Go online, 
If you're interested in technology, get a GitHub account. If you're interested in HR, join SHRM. Whatever the case is, there's associations and groups online that you can go connect with. And then don't just leave it there. Just don't leave it online. Try to get in person. Try to meet with people. There's a great website called Meetup. And those are like-minded people who run organizations and groups and have pull people together for different events. So get out there in the community. Get out in the public volunteer, do a lot of volunteer work and try to help other people. And you'll see that by helping other people and being part of the community, you can build your network and both personally and professionally. So really invest time into building your network. And at first be specific, but then broaden it because you never know as you look in other areas of interest, how those will affect your professional life in a positive way. You are now finally ready to apply for the job. You've done all the work you now identify these roles. You either go to the company website or you find the role that you want on one of the job boards. You now click the button and you're ready to apply. So really this is where you need to be very thoughtful and take your time. Over the years, I've seen so many people rush through the application process and they put misinformation, they put information that is not connected to their resume, you know, usually by accident or they don't take the time to fill out all the fields and they just rush through the process and it makes for a sloppy, what looks like not thought out application. So take your time and really consider the application process. Spend some time. Don't apply to jobs when you, you know, do not have time to do so. Obviously not during work, you know, not trying to rush it when you're get, trying to get out the door to do something else. Make sure that you have time to go through the application process. Now, what's great is a lot of the websites will allow you to start an application and finish it later. But my recommendation would be to do it all in one sitting to take your time and be thoughtful because the people who are looking at your application, usually the recruiters, they'll know if you've rushed through the process. If there's a field that allows you to put extra information and you leave it blank or just put a couple words, that's going to be reflective on how you might approach your job. So take your time. If they ask for a cover letter, make sure it's a cover letter that's specific to the role in the company that you're applying for. And I personally do not love cover letters, but still people use them. So if an application asks for a cover letter, make sure you submit one and make sure it is written well and appropriate for the company and the role that you're applying for. Another part of the application process that some companies ask for is there are portions that ask, why are you a good fit for this role? Or why do you want to work here? Or tell me something unique about yourself. Or tell me something that makes you special. Really what they're trying to do is see your personality a little bit. So try to show your personality at this point. What's really important is hopefully you've identified a company that aligns with you in terms of their mission statement, their purpose, their function, their ethos. So really you should be applying for companies that would be a good fit for you both professionally and personally. So take your time, show that you're unique, kind of show your sense of humor a little bit and really take your time to fill out these fields. If the field says you have up to 500 characters, put you don't have to put all 500, but Try to fill it out as much as possible and explain why you're unique, what makes you special, what your superpower is, what are the soft and hard skills that you could apply to the role in the company that aren't as reflective on your resume. So this is really a portion of the application process that lets you show that you're special because you are special and you need to explain that to the company in the words that you use. So another thing to consider 
when you're applying for roles is how many jobs should you apply to? I would really avoid the mass application. It's not a good way to approach applying to jobs. If you're right out of college, I would start with nine jobs and I would do it the same way that you applied for colleges. You know, you pick your three dream jobs, your stretch jobs, and then you pick three jobs that you really want, that you'd be really good at. And then you pick three jobs that you know you're going to get. And if you apply to nine jobs, three stretch jobs, three really good jobs, and three jobs you definitely know you can get, then you'll be set up for success. And if you're right out of college, ideally you just take the best job from all the offers that you get. So by doing it this way, it'll give you a variety of options and you don't pinpoint yourself to one specific job and you can really open yourself up. So really be creative in these three stretch jobs and be really practical in the three middle jobs. And then in these other jobs, these three that you know you can get, pick jobs that will help you get your dream job in your next move. But really be thoughtful in the jobs that you apply for. Now, if you have some experience, then you might want to limit it to two jobs. But I would still put them in three buckets. Two stretch jobs, the amazing job, the job of your dreams. And then two jobs that would be a very good move. And two jobs that you know you can get. But I would elevate all of those areas a little bit considering you have experience. But I would only apply to six jobs. And then as you go through the process, if things don't work out and all those applications that you put in, you don't hear back, then you can start the process over again. But if you've done everything up until this point, you've built a resume, you've done research on the companies and the roles and the jobs that you want, your resume aligns with the job description, then you should really be getting a callback from at least 30% of the applications that you put in. If you're not, then there's some misalignment. You need to reconsider your resume, you need to reconsider the roles that you're applying for, or how you're doing the application. Again, this is a good point to bring in a professional to ask for advice and say, hey, I've been applying to these jobs. I've not heard back from anyone. What am I missing? What can I improve on? Remember, the purpose of applying for the job is to get the company to call you back. So if you're thoughtful in the resume that you built and you've looked at the job description that you're applying for and the resume has all the hard skills and soft skills that are in the job description, then you're set up for success and the company should call you back. And when you're applying for the job, that is your main goal is to get the company to call you back. So approach it that way and you'll be set up for success. Thanks for taking the time to listen to episode two, Applying for Jobs. I hope that you found it insightful and it'll prepare you for our next episode, episode three, and that's how to pass a phone interview because the, in the phone interview is the gateway to getting an in-person interview and it gets you closer to that job offer that you're looking for. Thanks again, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you for joining us this week on the podcast, Making Monumental Moves. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at PeterClark3M for daily tips and inspiration for making monumental moves in your career. And visit our website at makingmonumentalmoves.com.